All right, everybody, welcome back to a brand new episode of the Frankly Francisco podcast. Today, I have one of the most consistent guests that I've had on the show. This is, hey. uh, uh, we're in year three, and he's uh, been on a guest uh, on this show for the last three years. Uh, he is uh, one of the most influential up-and-comers in the Cle- uh, Cleveland uh, rap scene. Um, I don't, he needs no introduction. We all know who he is. Honesty Blair, how we doing, man? Hey, Odyssey Blade, cue the applause. <laughs> what up, bro? So what's going on, man? We haven't spoken in, uh, well, it's been a year. Uh, you haven't been on the show. So what's going on, man? How's things been going? How, how are you and how's the music genre down there in Cleveland? Uh, music is uh, is better because uh, my last, well, I can only speak for me because I feel like the genre in Cleveland is its own scene. But like, as far as me, my last project was 2020. So that's a long ass time in music. And uh, I'm real, real excited to be releasing, you know. So, so you, to, uh, huh, go ahead, bro. You got a new album coming out? Yeah, man, uh, from the top of the year, um, I dropped two projects already. So uh, the first joint was Professional Use Only, uh, 17 tracks, full body of work, because uh, that son of Mark was 20, that was 20. 20 and I was only 10 tracks. So um, I came back real hungry, real, real, uh, real, real enthused to make up for the absence. So that was in January, uh, February. I just dropped a, a tribute tape to uh, Jay Dilla, the late, great legendary producer from Detroit. And um, that one I dropped on his birthday, which was uh, February 7th. So my plan from here on out, bro, shit coming in back in march with uh the deluxe version of the professional use only uh then i'm just gonna drop singles all the way down the calendar until it makes sense to do another project so with this in the summertime are you going to be doing some shows featuring uh these uh these two new projects that you have yeah yeah i got some performances lined up before the summer i got uh two shows in march i got uh one of them march 3rd is uh the celebration of the hip-hop legends so it's a 50-year birthday celebration of hip-hop. Uh, it's going to be a contest. There's going to be performers, but I joined the Cypher. So there's going to be a Cypher involved, and uh, Big Hef is one of the uh, panelists. So I, I got that March 3rd. March 11th, I got Stream Space, and I got a set, 15-minute set. So that's all before spring. <laughs> so summer is going to look crazier. So the performance is in Cleveland, or are you plan on uh, doing performance outside of the state? It's in Cleveland. It's in I Cleveland. can do a performance outside of the state, but these are in Cleveland. So, I mean, do you feel more comfortable in the city doing these, or at some point do you want to expand out? Um, because you know the, the music scene in New York City. Detroit has their mm-hmm. own music scene as well. Um, you have a lot of different states, Chicago. I mean, the rap game is, is you know, is nationwide, you know, worldwide. You, you know, you have different countries. You got Japanese people rapping now trap, you know, music. So mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> different genres mm-hmm. of rap. So at what point do you feel like you're going to expand outside of uh, the state of Ohio to go out there and, and uh, promote your stuff? Uh, I, I would say as once I'm considered to be paid for booking, because my bookings haven't been paid. You know, they've been like, uh, if you have merch, sell that. Or if we're organizing the show, then, you know, you just get money how you can. So the only way it would make sense for me to go out of state and perform is if someone has an offer and I'm not putting the entire expense, you know? I, I get that 
I frustration, man. I'm right there with you. It's like uh, we do stuff because we're passionate about it, and eventually we want to get paid for it. But it, it gets kind of hard when we're not uh, things are not clicking, because people yeah. expect you to work for free, man. Which is which is crazy to me. You know, people don't want to pay you uh, what you're worth for because they, you know, they put a, a worth on what we are. You know, they put a value on what we do, which is which is crazy. We should be the ones putting the value on what we do when we put our stuff exactly. out there, man. So it's. I, I get where you're going, man. It's frustrating. It can be very frustrating for that stuff. But I mean, Cleveland yeah. shows you plenty of love, man. I've seen, you know, some of the concerts you guys has held and how filled those clubs can be in, in the areas that you guys are doing the shows at. Um, yeah. Is there is there any features that you have on there right now uh, with anybody specifically that you, you want to shout out? Yeah. Uh, on professional use only, I got R Squared. So that's uh, Kizzy, Robbish Bob. Uh, they're also the production team, so they do a lot of my video content. Uh, Power Naps, he's a vocalist, but he's also uh, my my engineer, producer, and uh, he mixed and mastered the project. Uh, Jack Burton, that's more Cleveland on there. Uh, Drastic, this is a Cleveland hip-hop royalty that we got on this project. Uh, Eva, uh, a lovely vocalist. I got her on Present Moment. Uh, I'm trying to see if I'm leaving anyone out. Uh, I think that might have been all the guest appearances on Pulo. Uh, Yancey is just me on there and, and Power Naps. So how long did this project take you? I mean, what what was the timeline for this? Because I know, I mean, you work in a regular job, man. So you yeah. got to find time for the studio. You got to find time to write. You got to find time to record. So how did this all come together for you? Uh, it was a lot of songs that were in the vault. You know, we always had a, a bunch of recordings and we had to get our process in line because up until now, everything was record, 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 perform, perform, perform. And like, you know, that that stacks the deck for you and that gets your skill set sharp. But like now it's like, all right, if you want to release a project, you got to mix this shit. You got to master it. You got to get cover art. So it was never really a plan to wait so long, but it was just, we had to get, our finishing stages in line so when we have a release we have a protocol and we can do that shit every time you know what i mean so, so what how long did it actually take you to complete the albums um shit well that's a good question because the songs were already done you know they were already recorded so the mixing and master was just like a few hours to do mm. and once we got the track list down it was like all right uh we got a week or so to put it on distro kid and make sure it hits all the stores, shit like that. So I guess maybe hours. So let me ask you a question though, but you say you yeah. pre-record these, right? You have an idea, you get in the studio, you record, but what if you think of something new for that particular song? Can now mm -hmm. you go back in the studio and edit that? Let's say you wanted to remove a verse and add a new verse because the, the new verse sound better than the old verse. Mm -hmm. Is that something that you are able to do to be able to, to, to fix the song? Yep, yep, you definitely can. You know, just as long as you haven't mastered anything, because once you've done that part, you got to go backwards. So uh, if if you haven't gotten that far and you've just recorded vocals and you're listening and you're listening, you're like, you know, what, I don't like that no more. You know, you still got a chance to go in there and, and take it out. So now for everybody that doesn't know, uh, um, Honesty Blade does, he has a YouTube channel as well. Um, and he's been, you know, doing a, a previewing and pre uh, viewing rap battles yeah uh, has that stopped for you or are you still doing that right now very very good question um 
in a way it's still going in a way it stopped and that's a weird answer but i'm explaining <laughs> why uh so like on my youtube i was just reviewing the battles that were happening in cleveland mm -hmm. and some that were out of state and all of that brought me to a point to where i met one of the um the rap league owners here in cleveland his name is tyrell so he has a league called uh the rap committee so that led me and our square to covering the events but just recently he had an event that was supposed to happen and it was canceled and we still don't understand why so on that front it's kind of stopped but i'm still doing my reviews on the youtube so yeah but i love doing that shit man it's uh it's great because it's another way for me to keep lyricism alive. It's a way for me to balance out some of the toxic shit that happens in battle rap. Cause you know, man, that should be like headshot, pop, shoot your grandmother in the head. Like, <laughs> you know, so I get to come into that arena and show them like, you know, you could be nice and not have to talk like that, you know? Now, have you been keeping up with the mainstream, uh, the mainstream uh, hip hop game that's been out there lately, all the news and, and, well, how you feel about that list of, of the the fifty greatest rappers, and they put Jay Z at number one? That was so disrespectful, bro. It's not even funny. I heard who made that list. Jay Z was number one. You had Biggie like number five. Little Wayne top five was uh, Eminem, Jay Z, Little Wayne, Tupac, uh, Biggie. Uh, <laughs> but they put Jay Z number one, which I thought was ridiculous um, in its own right. But um, yeah, man, it's just this it, it's. And then they put Nicki Minaj as the number one greatest female rapper of all See, time. Sound be respected. Like that's why I asked, like, who really made that list? Like, was that Vibe or somebody? Or I don't know, man. But it was. I know a lot of people were. Uh, a lot of people. Billboard, I think it was. It might have been Billboard. Billboard. See, you know, that's not like I never really listened to that shit because it's just like token hip hop type shit. It's not like you know the real people who know, and you're not really getting the consensus, you know. They're probably charting. They're looking at it from that perspective. Yeah, but that doesn't make any sense because Jay-Z hasn't put anything out good in years. You know what I mean? And then even when he was putting stuff out, I don't consider him the greatest of all time. Like, how is Rock, how's Rock him not top uh, a top five? Right. Like, how does that mean? even, like, how does that not even make sense? That doesn't make sense to me. Like, how, That's what I'm saying. That's, yeah. It's ridiculous how, what the, the way they, list, <laughs> they got that list out, bro, it just doesn't make any sense, man. And Little Kim, honestly, the I'm not talking about Little Kim now, yeah. you know, Little Kim. That's you know, all kinds are wrong with her. But um, Little Kim should be number one. Nicki Minaj got her style and her flow from Little yeah. Kim. Yeah. So how yeah. is Nicki over? I don't understand that. Like that. Yeah. That kills me, I, bro. I'll be taking them niggas serious. I think they be doing it just to make people upset. Because like, how could you really know the culture and say shit like that? It, but yeah, it, it's frustrating, man. It's like you, you think you think people would know how, but it's not about it's not about style anymore. It's not about substance. Nope. It's nope. about numbers and it's about who's the flashiest. And you know, you, it, let's keep it one hundred. Nikki never had a number one till till she messed around and did a single with uh, Six Nine. Six uh, Nine. What about all that Pink Friday shit? None of that was number one. No, she didn't have a number one. It wasn't a number one hit. She didn't have a number one hit till she started, um, started with six nine. All right. So I mean, like I was saying before, it's it's crazy to me that uh, these pundits think they know what real hip hop is and, <laughs> and what what lyricists are and who should be number one. And 
you know, everybody has their own genre and subgenre. You have hip hop artists that they're not mainstream that still deserve to be, you know, up there. You got Tech Nine, who's independent. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You you have a lot of other artists that people are not that don't consider themselves mainstream that are still selling multi million dollar albums and out there making their money. Um, yeah. So so how do you feel when they when they come out with lists like this? That to me it just seems. It seems fabricated. It's more of a of a favoritism thing to me than, than it is actual skill level. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said before, man, like I never take it serious. I feel like it's just like some tokenism shit to say like, oh, yeah, we pay attention to hip hop, you know, because <laughs> you got you got hip hop and then you got the corporate version of hip hop. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I don't never be respecting that shit. Like, just like when they did that Vibe magazine list like years ago and Joe Budden was talking about that and he caught a lot of controversy. Like, it was the same thing. Like, y'all niggas is not serious. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, and and this is where, this is where I think people get, you know, things crossed up. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's when they say Drake is the GOAT. Drake ain't the GOAT. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Drake not, is not right. Drake is nowhere near the goat, but to the to the little you know little kids that watch the grassy, you know what there I mean. They, they know Drake, so they have a familiarity with him already. And guess what? Oh, he was cool in the grassy, so we just gonna follow what he does. Not yeah. everything Drake does is gold. Like it's like with Twenty One Savage. Look, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I, to me, he's terrible. I I I just Twenty One Twenty One. I don't know how these guys get so <laughs> popular so quickly, bro. Kills me, man. Like yeah. you, and and then these dudes wanna. You are a multimillionaire, but yet you still acting like you banging in the streets. Look yeah. what happened to Young Thug. Young Thug. Oh uh, yeah. Like you a multimillionaire, dog, and you trying to. Uh-huh. You, I mean, you involving murking people, bro. Like it's not that you you can't live that way, bro. Mm. You can't mm. live that. You have no reason to live that way. It's like 50 Cent. 50 was like, look, I ain't from the streets no more. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I can be, I can act ghetto if you want me to act ghetto, but I'm about mm-hmm. making my money now. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And these, a lot of these cats don't do that. And I think it, it, it gives a bad name to hip hop and it hasn't changed. It just, it gets worse every year because these dudes are coming in beefing with each other. Cause a lot of these dudes coming in are gang members already. So you got Crips, you got Bloods, you got people from other sets that start uh, hip hop, you know, start in hip hop and then they start banging against each other and the dead. You know how many hit yeah. bro, more people die in hip hop every year than any other music genre. Yeah, sad. So sad. How does that so make sad. sense, man? These are talented kids. Mm, 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 mm. It's sad, man. And you know, it's crazy that you brought up 50 because I was listening to an audio book that 50 put out, um, Hustle Smarter. Mm-hmm. and or hustle smart and he was talking about that same topic when he was he was speaking about jam master j being killed in queens and his whole point was like you know these cats be like so in love with the struggle like they don't want to boss up and evolve you know like all the cats that didn't really evolve you know uh 50 cent jay-z you know whoever you want to think of like them cats ain't about to be outside three o'clock in the morning shooting dice no security, all that stupid shit. Like they're not doing that, you know. They move but, different. But they're so like people are so enthralled with the culture, quote unquote. Yeah. I'm using air quotes. The culture. Yeah. yeah. What, what? What? The cult? Come on, come on. Yeah. Listen, That's the culture. culture. In, 
It's not. And the culture hadn't done nothing for nobody that in that particular genre of, of what they're doing. Culture's only done is kill people because they're so worried about keeping their street cred that, you know, they can't evolve into other things, man. Like, look mm-hmm. at, look, I'll take, look at uh, Ludacris. Ludacris yeah. music was some of the hardest music that came out. What did he yeah. do? He's like, look, I need to evolve. Now he's uh-huh. making millions of dollars being an actor. 50 uh-huh. Cent, same thing. I need to evolve, made millions of dollars. Look, even, even Eminem is prof- more professional now on how he handles his business and he does things because he knows mm. it's a business. It's Hip hop is not a lifestyle. I'm sorry, it's not. Mm. It's a mm. business. It's a business. And when mm. you go in and you clutching your pearls because somebody says something wrong to you, and now you want to go, you, you know, you want to threaten his life because you didn't like what he was saying. That's dumb. That's yeah. dumb. You, you're not getting the bag that way. Yeah. Yeah. Man. It's, you man, no lies found. <laughs> That's all I can say on that, man. It's the struggle, like, man. It's the struggle. But for you, what is the culture for you? What do you consider? What is the definition that you feel is the culture for you? Oh, I love that question. Um, for me, the quest, the, the culture is, all right, so I said this on uh, my man uh, Tim Buck two show, you know. So like we in Black History Month, but like I I want to say Black our story, and what I mean by that is like history will show you all of the foul shit that didn't happen and what it's turned us into today. So by our story, I mean like moving with intelligence. Like you know, we all love our hip hop culture. We all know how we as Blacks and Browns interact with each other and all of that, but. The death culture is the part that I don't fuck with. You know, the the putting yourself in danger, you know, disrespecting your 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 women, all that bullshit. Like, that's not the culture I accept. You know, I, I come from now, mind you, you know, I was born in 88. So I had to do a lot of going backwards in time and researching and figuring out what real hip hop was. And I feel more related to like the brand Nubians, the the Ty Libs. So that's what I think about when I think culture. I don't think shoot a nigga in the head, push his wig back, uh, beat your baby moms, all that dumb shit. That's not the culture for me. So I want to change that. So don't get me wrong. Flash and Dash has always been in hip hop, man. You remember the the big ropes from the 80s? These dudes, big, yeah. uh, you know, uh, um, Big Daddy Kane and LL rocking the, you know, the the fat ropes around their neck. So Flash is old, and I get that. Like I understand that part of the the, the culture. You know, everybody want to stand out. Everybody want to show the how successful they are. But when it comes to, like you said, the deaf part of hip hop, it makes no sense. Why are you a grown man at three o'clock in the morning shooting dice? You know what I mean? Shooting mm-hmm. dice at three o'clock in the morning. You are a multimillionaire. You don't do stuff like that. Period. You don't hang around that type of stuff because you may be not in that situation where you're going to pull a trigger, but the dude who's losing or another dude that's getting into argument, he has that street mentality. You Mm -hmm. may not have that street mentality, but the next dude will, and he's going to pop off just to pop off. And people Mm -hmm. don't understand that's, that's very, that's toxic, man. Uh, The culture, like I said, you use young thug for an example, that dude going, he going to jail for a long time. He going to jail for a long time. And then his oh. boy, his boy got out early, and we all know why his boy got out early. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Gonna. It's the only reason he got. Look, if anybody says he didn't talk, you lying. He talked. You're not getting yeah. out from a RICO charge. You're not nah. getting banged out for a RICO charge without talking. And this is where I get agitated with a lot of the the with a lot of the culture where it says snitching, snitching, snitching. Bro, mobsters were snitches in the twenties. I don't yeah. want to hear this. There's this a street code. <laughs> street code been done. 
Listen, six Ooh. nine said it. Six nine said it the, the best when he said, "Why am I gonna ride for you when you almost tried to kill me and kidnap me? Uh, was messing with my baby mother, but I'm supposed to ride with you? That's not mm. how that worked. Dude's been snitching mm. on other dudes since the beginning. There's no, there's no, and here's the crazy part: there's no honor among thieves. People don't understand that. Like people think because you in the street culture, you life, you ain't no snitching. That's some dudes will hold it down because that's that's their. I'm not doing thirty years for you or anybody else. <laughs> You know what Come I'm saying? On, young, let's be real. Young thug, young thug, he's staying quiet, I, which it blows my mind. He's staying quiet. He's going to do 30 years. He's going to do 40 years. He's not coming out. No matter yeah. what anybody say, he's not coming out of jail. Yeah. And his boy Gunner got out. His boy Gunner got out because his boy Gunner run, oh, oh, did what he did, which is, come on, man, who, who going to take that kind of L? Like, right. Because they, they, they don't want to, they don't want to be labeled as a snitch. Six nine still walking around just fine. After everybody <laughs> talked all that mess about when he come out, oh, he, he ain't safe in the streets, blah, 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 blah. And guess what? He's still walking around. He's still traveling. He's still going to different states. He's still doing shows. Ain't nobody trying yeah. to take him out yet because these are all, bro, it's paper gangsters, man. These dudes, mm. it's, it kills me, man. These dudes want to yeah. rep for what reason? Like, what, what is they going to gain you in jail doing 30 years in prison? What, what, are you, what, yeah. what kind of rep are you going to gain? You're going to come out, you're going to be an old man. You still yeah. gonna be thugging as an right. old man when you in your sixties? Come on, right. bro. Hip hop thing. Hip hop has has poisoned some of the some of the the way things should be, man. When hip hop yeah. first came out, bro, it was a community, man. It was mm-hmm. uh, it was about, bro. You you if you looked at old videos, if you looked at how they used to do um, hip hop back in the day, man, it was a big party, mm-hmm. man. Everybody went out. Everybody was you know out in the streets. Everybody was battle rapping, but it was. Not we want to talk about blowing people head off. Exactly. You had KRS, you know, you're headed for self-destruction, like they was teaching, you know. So I'm not surprised that things have changed in the direction that they have because I look at it like this, man. Like, all right, let me say this. Like hip hop is one of these arenas where we feel like damn shit then went and it took a turn for the worse. And when I think about that, I can't help but think politically. Because when I when I say that, I'm talking about the place and where we live and how society is set up. And so all of that to say, like, niggas don't want you to thrive. You know, the powers that be don't want you to get smarter. That, that's counterproductive for control. So it's no surprise that the lyrics are stupefying people. You know, the ignorance gets endorsed. You know, the good messages get buried. Well, of course, because we're living in a place where those in power don't want to see us in power. But do you notice it's like crabs in a barrel? Like hip hop was created, and a lot of people find controversy in this, but it's none. Hip hop was created in New York City by by Hispanic and Black people. Yes, sir. Black people get so offended when you say that now. They go, "Oh no, it wasn't. It was Black people that nah, Hispanics, both. Hispanics and Blacks work together. They yes, they work together to create the culture of hip hop. People don't understand that, and I think this is whether this is where the problem is with Black and Brown sometimes. It's like you can't admit that we work together to get something. It's not about taking credit. It's expand. It's about expanding what we do. It's about unity, yeah. and yeah. we don't have that unity. It's like crabs in the barrel, bro. If one dude is popular, and another dude tries to come up, it's got to turn violent because dude is is doing better than you. You know, right. you're still making your money, but you're not where he at. So yeah. what? Like, and what's the problem? People make you think people make you think there can only be one. 
But that's what I'm saying. And, and, and that's where the frustration comes in, where people think they can only be one. It's like Fat Joe and, and, and Big Pun. You really haven't heard, honestly, any American Hispanic rappers that have gone mainstream lately. None. I, I can't I can't name one off the top. I said American rappers from the right, U.S. Right, right, I'm right. talking about English speaking because there's plenty of Hispanic rappers that that are have blown reggaeton and have blown up. But yeah, as far as yeah. rap, hip hop itself, you don't see any mainstream rappers out there right now. None Hispanic. Yeah. None. You yeah. just don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because for some reason, there's a disconnect within within the call. Now, if you want to go to the Spanish side, that's been blown up. You know right. what I'm saying? But now you got crossovers with uh um with Anwell and um and uh what's his mm-hmm. name? Super Gremlin, um uh Cody I Black. So they just mm, did a crossover together. Yeah, yeah, they just did a crossover together, uh, where he was rapping in uh in Creole and in English, and you know, because it was uh it was a they're both um is it drill, right? They're both drill rappers, aren't they? Isn't uh, I don't know Cody I'm I Black isn't he them. drill? I'm not hip to them cats. No. Nah, what's their name? You don't know who Kodiak Black is? Oh, Kodak Black. I don't yeah, know Kodak Black, I yeah. I... Okay, <laughs> wasn't it another name too? Uh, it was Kodak Black and Anwell. Anwell A.A. Anwell. And I'm not hip to Anwell. I heard of Kodak Black. Yeah, so Anwell, he's a drill. He's a drill rapper. He's what Bad Bunny used to be before Bad Bunny went off and, you know, started oh, okay. changing how he's doing things. But um, it's like we don't stick together, man. We don't, we don't collaborate now you have a lot of, of of black artists that are collaborating with a lot of reggaeton artists and they're doing yeah. crossovers but it's not mainstream you get what right. i'm saying it's not mainstream and it's it's just crazy to me man the culture's there there's so it's so rich man with with what we can create and how creative we are but instead of putting our our stuff together man and creating our own thing it gets it gets taken out look at BET for example BET was the anticipus of black culture right yeah. You had 106 in Park. You had all these, you had the rap battles. You had all these things on there, right? And then what came along and happened? It got brought out. Who brought it out? Who brought the company? Somebody white. Somebody white. Because <laughs> when I, I remember years ago, I had a Vibe or a Source magazine, and they showed us the owners. It was uh, Stephen Hill, a black man, and, and a lady. Not anymore. Not anymore. Oh, Not wow. anymore. So it's like we it's yeah. tend not to keep things. It's like Jay-Z. Jay-Z just sold his interest um, in an alcohol drink for like $750 million. Like mm. he got in, got out. It's like we don't keep anything for our own. We don't continue to build. You know what I mean? We don't. Yeah. We just don't, bro. And it's the same yeah. thing with hip-hop. These dudes <clears> are selling their... And it's sad. And it's sad, but it's not sad. Like these dudes are selling their music and their catalogs for like 60 mil, 70 million dollars just for for them to be used in in commercials. You know, what I mean? so yeah. they can yeah. they can take a song yeah. that meant something and turn it into a jingle, which is crazy yeah. to me. How do yeah. you allow that? I mean, I'll say this like when when it comes to business, there's a couple of different ways you can approach it, but like I do feel like how you feel as far as us retaining ownership because that's what's going to benefit us, but Traditionally in business, it's common practice to build up a business or a catalog and then sell it. So like, I guess it, it's relative to the circumstance. Like if an artist feel like they're at a point where they don't care to benefit no more and they just want a quick payday, shit, sell your catalog. But if you trying to continue generational wealth, you might want to keep it or sell it to start a new business. You know, it's just what's the goal. You know what I mean? 
Right, but for me, creating generational wealth would mean you hold on to your catalog and you lease those songs out. So you have a continued revenue stream coming in. Instead yeah. of you selling it, like Future sold his catalog for only 60 mil. If he just went in there, he leased those songs out to be used in movies, to be used in TV mm. shows, commercials. He'd be creating generational wealth for the rest of his life. He wouldn't mm -hmm. have to worry about that, but instead he sold the entire catalog. For yeah. 60 mil, half these dudes are going to be broke within the next 10 years because they can't keep up with the lifestyle. They can't. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. And I don't know what other, other businesses he may have, so I don't know his situation, but I do see your point, yeah. But then it's when you have... Ownership. Yeah, it is, but then when you have guys like... Uh, when, <clears throat> when you have guys like uh, Rick Ross got... Got yeah. people were leaving at his last concert. Like they literally in Houston, it was Houston. They came in, they was walking out. There was a video of it. People were walking out while he was still performing. Like the whole arena started walking. Well, they don't think he hot no more. I, it, bro, and well. it's it's crazy, man. It's if they don't people don't like you and people don't think you hot no more, they're not gonna show up for you, bro. They're just not. People yeah. fade away because of that. I don't care how talented you are. When you don't stay in that spotlight in hip hop, people have short-term memories, man. They they'll forget yeah. about you in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. I think the music be coming out a little too fast. You know, yeah. I mean, and I really can't say, I mean, it's it's both sides to that because like it's more creators now. So I guess that's natural, but we don't appreciate it like how we used to. It's a different era, you know. It like is I say like like two years, like that that was kind of common back in 2095, like a two-year break. That wasn't so bad. Now, shit, two years is forever ago in music. But that's what I'm saying. It's like people people have short-term memories. You have they so got, many yeah. You have yeah. so many artists that come out, but then you have so many that are starting to get hot and then for some reason they just either they fade or they get killed. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it's like Charleston White. <laughs> you know, I know you know who Charleston White is, right? Everybody named Mama know who Charleston White is, right? But yeah. Charleston Charleston White makes people angry you know why he makes people angry because he spits facts and he speaks truth like you you can't live a certain lifestyle anymore when you and act like you live in when you're worth millions of dollars you can't do it right bro. you're contradicting right. the whole point of you getting out of the struggle you're not struggling <laughs> no more so why are you rapping about struggling when you're not struggling anymore there's no struggle in you <laughs> i mean <laughs> you feel what i'm saying and they hate the guy they hate the guy and they keep threatening the guy but they ain't doing anything to the guy because yeah. he's spin truth. You can't live a certain lifestyle anymore. If you're worth millions of dollars, it don't work that way, man. Yeah, it just doesn't. Yeah. You yeah. can't. And I think that's the problem. I think we 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 set ourselves back generationally. We, man. we, we go do. backwards, but we don't advance, man. We don't I we know. kill our own. We we kill our own, especially when it comes to ownership of anything, man. Uh, when yeah. it comes to ownership, and then and then here's the thing with music industry, you know this, you know this better than I do because you're in it, bro. These labels, I don't care if they're independent. I don't care if they're major. Their entire purpose is to rip off the artist, period. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. And you know what? Like, even when the when it, when it we talk about these streaming platforms, like, that's just another continuation of the rape because, like, you only get pennies on the dollar for your, for your streams. But then if you go direct to consumer and you say, hey, uh, I got a link inbox me and then I'll send you the music you're gonna get all your money you know so that puts us right back with the uh tech nines and the masterpiece because you know you're gonna get your money so like it don't make no sense to me to be the creator of something and profit the least 
you know? Right. So that's why a lot of these cats are doing their own deals on you know, Spotify and so they, yeah. they're going to get a majority more of their money. But yeah. why people fall into that trap of signing these contracts is because these companies put them out there. These companies yeah. can get them nationwide notoriety. And you know why a lot of these people keep touring? Like Beyonce. Beyonce is going back out on tour. I don't give a hell what anybody says. The only reason Beyonce is going back out on tour because she knows her star is fading. And the only way to get back out there, to get your stuff back out there, is to go out there and go back on tour to people to see your face. Beyonce yeah. didn't have to tour again. She didn't have to tour no. for the rest of her life. That woman's no. worth, what, four or five hundred uh, million dollars? She don't need to yeah. go back out on tour. There's only two reasons people go back out on tour. One, they going broke and they need the money, okay? And two, they're trying to stay relevant out here. Relevant. You understand yeah. where I'm coming from? Like, Jay, Jay-Z don't care. He ain't got to go back on tour ever. Jay, ever. Jay-Z <laughs> worth for over a billion. He just sold his stake in a company for $750 million. That's not even including all his other ventures that he has. The guy's worth, he doesn't have to worry about touring. But people that want to stay relevant need to go back out on tour. It's just as simple yeah. as that. And a lot of these artists don't make money from sales from their records. They make all their money from touring. Yeah. Yeah, that's where the bag is. That's where the bag is. It's touring. Mm-hmm. Because you got merchandising. You got yep. uh, CDs that you can sell there. You can, And then you can upcharge it. So if your CDs only cost you $10 mm-hmm. online, you can upcharge it for like another $5 at the concert, and people yeah. are going to pay for it. Yeah. Especially yeah. if you sign off on it. If it's a signed autograph CD... Somebody's going to buy it. Come on. Yeah. And you that's always saying? made more sense. Yeah. Because some companies are screwing you, man. They, they ain't never, you know, they ain't there for us to benefit. They look at, at the artist like a prostitute, you know, and that shit don't make no type of sense, man. So it's like, you know, go direct to consumer, sell your merch, sell your music. Like I do Bandcamp. Like all my shit is on Bandcamp.com, Honesty Blade Music. And shit, I'm selling my shit $10, $15. Sometimes I do a free project and then people could give me a donation. You know what I'm saying? But you right there to the consumer, you ain't got no middleman. Right. Know? But then but then it makes it hard sometimes because you know you got people who are buying, like on Spotify, people are buying packs. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. To get yeah. their numbers up. So when I see people that got three <clears> or four million <throat> do- uh, downloads and, and, and views and stuff, oh. man, their numbers ain't legit, man. Nah, and that don't help you as an artist. Because look, here go the thing. You, I, a lot of established artists will say this. They'll say, if you're going to go major, make sure that you're successful at least on indie. So like, in other words, you got to know how successful you could become with just your own work before you go to a major and see what kind of boost they can give you. Because like, how you gonna track your following? Like if you paying for follows or, or spins, it's not authentic. So you don't know what your real worth is when you're just you. But if you get a label, of course, you're gonna, you know, they're gonna raise your profile through advertisements, promo and all other kind of luxury. But that ain't gonna help you cheat in the system. Like how you go? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's the same thing in podcasting, bro. You you would be amazed. Like people use sites to to build their numbers in podcasting to build downloads, but what people don't understand, these companies know what real downloads is, and they know what the fake downloads are. They know what your numbers are. So this is why a lot of these people, when I see people on IG that's got 15, 20, 100,000 followers, but you're doing a live and you only got ten people in the live, fifteen people <laughs> right. in the live, them numbers right. ain't adding up, dog. They right. just not. 
<laughs> they really not. Like if, if, when you have somebody like Nick Minaj, when she goes live on IG, you have 10,000, 15,000, 3,000, 5,000 in there. But when you mm -hmm. have, I know people that got 20,000, 40,000, 50,000 followers, but you got eight people in your live when you're doing a live, that's a problem. That yeah. tells me them numbers ain't adding up. Right. The, the math right. ain't mathing. That's not a, that's not equating to anything, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So that's that's, that's it, cheating the system. It's cheating the system. It's the same thing like SoundCloud. It's like with with SoundCloud, same thing. Same thing with Spotify. These people buy these packs. That's why a lot of people were upset that Beyonce won that Grammy because mm -hmm. what the hell does she know about EDM music? <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, what does she know about EDM music? Like. People, it's not about, like I said, it's about favoritism, man. And I think we, we've we we've lost reality, man, what, what hip-hop should be, man. Hip-hop is supposed to come from here, bro. It's supposed yeah. to come from the heart. It's supposed yeah. to come from your life experiences. But once you don't have those life experiences anymore, you can't keep rapping about it, bro. You have to evolve. Mm, mm. You have to true. evolve. And then when you have nothing, you have nothing else to rap about and you have nothing to evolve, you move on to other ventures. For right. example, like 50 Cent, Dr. Dre, you move on. Yeah. You create. Yeah. But when you, but for some reason, this culture, yeah, it's, it's so, we, we, it's toxic, man. Hip hop culture is toxic. toxic. You got like, you know who, oh, who, um, who, uh, Jay Moran is, right? He plays for Memphis, the basketball player. Yeah. He think he, he another, he think he another thug. You know what I'm saying? Getting himself oh, in trouble. Do. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. He hanging out with dudes, threatening, uh, uh, uh players from the Pacers thinking he's, you know, he's, he's a, he's a thug, bro. You got a $200 million contract. You ain't no thug. Like what, this is the, this is what I'm saying, but this is what I mean. Like you, why is it the persona? Why is it that people try to take on these personas? That's not valid, bro. You not valid that way. Yeah. 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 Cause it ain't about being tough. First of all, it's about being a human. Then it's about being a man or a woman. And then you gotta be a business figure. And, and that's the problem. And that's you know? the problem. I don't think, and this is where I say the culture's, the culture has let us down in, in such a way now where you can't even say something about somebody without somebody wanting to pop you or somebody getting offended because you're saying something. Like we can't even be, we can't be critical of each other in a good way without us. First thing we want to do is fight or I feel yeah. disrespected. So we want to throw hands. Why? Because we're speaking yeah. facts on you. Like you yeah. gotta like when people act like they're thugs, they're not thugs, man. They're not. <laughs> Half these dudes ain't even been to prison, bro. Like they and they just they feel like the street cred is what sells albums. It's not, man. These kids out here today, listen, they all they want is a good beat. Yeah, and you can talk gibberish now. And yeah. the song the song will sell 100 million records because oh my god, because of the beat. Yeah. You know what yep. I'm talking about, man. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, I'll be hearing these niggas. <laughs> Right, but that's what I'm saying. It's just gibberish. It's gibberish, man. Like there's there's yeah. certain guys that I like. I don't understand. Like Tyler the Creator. Look, man. How how is he as popular as he is? His music is garbage. I'm sorry. It is garbage. You understand what? Like how do you like how do these dudes? Twenty One Savage. His music is garbage. Like how are these dudes as popular as they are? I don't understand it, bro. I don't understand it. I think a lot of them be chosen. For real talk. I don't think this this be all, and I ain't talking about 21, but I think a lot of niggas just be puppets. Bro, you know? speaking of which, you just triggered me right there. Yeah. This, whatever her name is, Ice Spice, this, this, 
Look I've up been hearing Ice, about her. Man, look up Ice Spice when you get a chance, bro. You want to talk about Chosen? Let's talk yeah. about Chosen. This chick yeah. ain't nowhere near the persona that she has right now. Bro, she is yeah. an educated woman, bro. She went, oh. she was going, she was going to college majoring in, in, in uh something chemistry, biochemistry, or something else. She got bro, she got brains. Oh, bro, like okay. her hair, her hair the way it is right now wasn't like that back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The way she's dressing now wasn't like that back in the day. They're creating a persona for her yeah. because that's not yeah. what she was, bro. She was nowhere near what she's showing. And that's what I, I think you're correct when you say that they're chosen because yeah. that's ridiculous, bro. That, yeah. Her music is trash. Yeah. This shit is about controlling the masses. It's not being about talent and ethics and all of the values that me and you hold sacred. This shit is about population control. You know, how could it, like, I ain't got the proof, but I just be believing it. Like, niggas like 6 9 and and certain niggas, I just be feeling like they just put there to keep bullshit going. Prime example, Blueface. Look at yeah. Blueface. Him and his, 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 uh, his, <clears throat> Sean. Same, same, just, they're there just to create drama to keep people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It just... It, it irks me, bro. Like every time we talk, man, we talk hip hop. This stuff just comes out, and it irks my life, bro. Because it's I know like, where where is the skill level? Where are the things that we should be doing and we're not doing? But yeah. anyway, man, um, I appreciate you coming on the show, man. It's always a good time when we get on. And yeah. We start talking, and all this stuff starts coming out, man. And if and you know me, I'm very level headed, but I get frustrated when I, you know, when we talk about this stuff because it seems like yeah. things are just going the opposite way, like they should be, man. You know what yeah. I mean? But. Well, it'll get figured out one way or another, man. But I appreciate you coming yeah. on the show, man. It's always a pleasure, man. We'll get you back on again at some point. Um, you know, every year we'll get you on. It's, it's, you're one of my regular guests, and it's going to continue to be that way, man. For sure. Let me tell them where to get this music before we dip. Yeah, of course. Uh, everything on the streaming platforms. So your Amazon, your iTunes, Apple Music, all them joints. So go and stream professional use only. Go and stream Son of Mark. It's some hip hop for all of y'all that came up in the uh, in the time frame that that me and him came up in. Y'all gonna appreciate it because I'm bringing that shit back. Um, you got them two projects, and then go to my Bandcamp if you really want to show me some support. Bandcamp.com, Honesty Blade Music. You're gonna get that Yancey. That's a Jay Dilla tribute. All you Dilla heads, y'all gonna love it. So where can they find you on your socials though? Uh, Honesty Blade Music on TikTok, on Instagram, on Facebook, and on YouTube. I got a Twitter, but I don't ever be on that shit. I can't stand TikTok. I just got one because all you motherfuckers be there. So, <laughs> if somebody wants to reach you because they want to collab with you, where can they reach you at to do that? Is there an email um, that you can give them? Yes, sir. Nappy Blade Music, N A P P Y B L A D E Music at gmail.com. Hit me up if you want to collab, and it got to make sense. <laughs> all right man i appreciate you coming on the show i'm gonna leave you with what i leave everybody with no matter what anybody says if you found your purpose live it all right everybody take mm. it easy mm. Ooh.